0: This is OnSpec Sound Ideas. Today's story is called Space Monkeys. It was originally written by Ryan M. Williams and published in the summer 2011 issue of OnSpec Magazine. It's a tale of parental bonds, otherworldly mystery, and very worldly issues. This podcast is brought to you by OnSpec Magazine. OnSpec has published intelligent, insightful, and interesting fantastic fiction by predominantly Canadian writers since 1989. In addition to the fiction, each issue also features editorials, poetry, interviews, and artwork that amaze, inform, and make you think. You can go to onspec.ca to subscribe for as little as $24 for the first four issues, and they ship internationally. That's onspec.ca.
1: It really is one of the most amazing scientific stories of our time. IRIS, the interstellar recovery spacecraft, has returned from its round-trip from Comet C-2020 Rajesh that passed through our solar system last June. The parachute has deployed. It seems from a distance to be in fair condition. Scientists are poised in Siberia for the landing. Unable to match its velocity, the brilliant minds behind the IRIS approach the comet from a trajectory such that they could take a sample from its smoldering tail. We see here the control room. The crew is celebrating, rightly so. Whatever's contained in this probe will be the farthest piece of space to reach Earth since the dinosaurs or possibly the Big Bang. It may very well teach us things about our distant neighbors in the sky we couldn't have imagined. But, even if all that's in there are bits of gravel, the enormity of what has been accomplished here today is nothing short of, if you'll excuse me, stellar. I'm being told it has landed. We have visual of the site they're opening the hatch
0: Space Monkeys based on a story by Ryan M. Williams and adapted to audio drama by Teddy Edwards
2: Hey, I'm home. Hello, Emmett. Nada. Is Danny home?
3: Yeah, he's up in his room. What's that?
2: I got him a present.
3: He's not going to be expecting a present. I think he'll like it. If he doesn't?
2: Well, I don't know. He's in his room, you said.
3: Look at the clock.
2: Ah, right. 5.23. So, he's been in his room playing video games for... An
3: hour and eight minutes to the second.
2: I'll go have a peek, at least.
3: You aren't going to bother him, are you? Just a peek.
2: I missed him today. Hey, Danny. Hmm. Nice moves. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm home, so when you're ready for dinner, come on down. Anything? He didn't pull away when I kissed him. That was nice.
3: How sweet.
2: He's practically mastered that game, hey? He'll be on to Super Mario World next. I don't know if he'll care about Yoshi's Island. It's not a real sequel, but it's really good. You're
3: lucky Danny shares your interests. (laughs) It's so hard to know what'll resonate. I tried to share some of my books with him, but he's always just frustrated that I'm bugging him.
2: He's only seven. He's a boy who likes the boy things I liked when I was seven. He's like a regular kid.
3: Like a regular kid?
2: Don't do that. You know what I mean.
3: What's in the box?
2: Oh! Space monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) What? You know, space monkeys, like sea monkeys, only they're from space.
3: (laughs) Space? Really?
2: Yeah, it was on the news, remember?
3: Right, right. So, did you get those for Danny or yourself?
2: The box says five and up.
3: (laughs) I like the picture on the box. Do they actually look like that?
2: Yeah, I saw them at the store. They look exactly like they do on the packaging. That's one way they aren't like sea monkeys.
3: They look like little four-tentacled squids.
2: I think they look more like spiders.
3: But they're white. They, spiders aren't white.
2: Well, I mean, why do they have to look like anything? They're not of our world.
3: Bread in Texas. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean.
3: Oh, they blink at each other?
2: Yeah, they're bioluminescent. They blink little signals to one another.
3: How fast?
2: Not slowly. I saw them in the store. I don't think they'll trigger a seizure, if that's what you're worried about.
3: It is. There's no warning on the box, I guess. If I don't think they're safe, they're going in the toilet. I know, Nada. Actually, would that be bad for the environment, or... Uh, No,
2: that's one of the interesting things about them. On Earth, amino acids and sugars are arranged one way. But with these guys, it's opposite. They can't spread or do any harm because they can't digest anything on Earth.
3: Life finds a way.
2: The only thing these guys can digest is the food that the company produces. There's simply nothing else compatible on Earth. Oh, hey, Danny. Look what I got today. Neat, right? They're from space. They're real. This is what they really look like. Sorry, Han. That's okay. These things take time.
3: Would you mind putting Danny's dinner in the fridge?
2: Sure. <laughs> what?
3: Space monkeys do not actually talk.
2: They're cool. Alright. Hey, good morning, Danny. Hey, checking out the space monkey box, hey?
3: All right, I'm off to work. Love you. Love you. And here's one for you. Mm -hmm. Your oatmeal's in the microwave, Emmett.
2: Thank you, sweetie.
3: You'll get some of your work done today? I have
2: until next week. I'm kidding, I will. Has Danny been looking at that box for long?
3: For a bit.
2: That's what they look like. If we put them in the water, they'll grow. You'll be able to see them swimming. They flash like Christmas lights.
3: <laughs> I don't think he's interested.
2: Look at the clock, on
3: Video game time.
2: He's not gonna dump his whole routine all at once to play with some toy. I bet he'll pick them up again in a couple of hours.
3: Alright. Video game time means I'm late. Love you.
2: Love you. Hey, buddy save the princess what's up oh uh, okay uh, here we go then that's a bowl for them to live in this is the um, decoration I guess oh yeah optional <laughs> this must be the food uh, net or something super salts oh look they're really in there. That's so cool. There are space aliens in there. That's neat, hey? Oh, uh, Danny, um. Back to work, I guess. I will not play with them. I will not play with them. I will not play with them. Hi, honey. When did you get home? A few minutes. Stop! (laughs) Emmett, what? Why are you putting those things away? What do you mean? He's not playing with... He, he, He laid them out. You should have seen him looking at them. He was tapping his fingers and kicking his feet. He couldn't sit still. Sorry.
3: Sorry. How was it? Like this?
2: This was here, I think.
3: I'm sorry, Emmett. Uh, Lunch is ready. Danny, lunchtime. You see him? You're right. He's tearing a hole in that can. You guys haven't even set them up yet. He's feeling that- Shh. Did he lose interest?
2: No. Look. Step three. Let the water sit until it's at least room temperature. At least two hours.
3: He understands that?
2: Yes. Yes, he does. He's excited about this. We'll see what he does later.
3: I have to admit, I'm getting a little excited. Wait. They were on a frozen asteroid for thousands of years, but their water has to be room temperature?
2: It's a... it's a meteor. I'll go get a measuring spoon for the food. Oh, you already have one. (laughs) right, you got it? That's right, level it off.
3: Hey boys, looks like they're almost ready.
2: He put the gravel and salts in all on his own.
3: Does he need to stir it so much? He's just
2: making sure it's all dissolved.
3: I thought for sure he'd quit by now.
2: Me too. Uh, He must really be into this.
3: Are they in that capsule?
2: Uh, They are. Oh. Uh -oh. Uh-oh.
3: It looks tough to open. He's getting frustrated.
2: I'll open it for you, if you want.
3: If you want.
2: Here you go, bud.
3: I'm never ready when he says anything. I forget what he sounds like sometimes. Me too. (laughs) Those are them?
2: I guess so.
3: They look like raisins. I can barely see them against the gravel. Well,
2: they must grow. I I saw them at the store. Oh, yeah, there they kind of go.
3: Oh! That's
2: more like it. Hey, Danny?
3: He's lost.
2: They are pretty mesmerizing.
3: I like that one that's bobbing around. Are they supposed to be blinking?
2: I guess they only do it sometimes.
3: Oh, Emmett.
2: The pizza should be done. I'll get us all some plates.
3: I'll help. Hey, Emmett. I'm sorry you were right. This is a huge deal.
2: I really think they'll help him open up a bit.
3: That would be so great. They might be just what he needs. Nothing else on Earth has gotten through to him like this. But are you sure they're safe? I mean, they are aliens, aren't they?
2: They're fine, Nada. Oh. What? I thought I saw one blink. Huh, maybe not. There he is. Save the princess yet?
3: Did you brush your teeth? Are those clean PJs? Where's Danny taking the bowl?
2: To his room, I guess.
3: Should we follow him?
2: Uh, from a comfortable distance. Need any help, bud? Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Right here on the nightstand is good. Okay.
3: I'll tuck you in. Good night, Danny. Look at them.
2: (laughs) They're beautiful.
3: (laughs) All the different colors.
2: They're making the whole room all...
3: Go get ready
2: for bed. I'll be right along. You know, scientists don't think the Space Monkeys could have evolved on that comet. They think that it either got knocked off a planet by an asteroid, or maybe it was sent deliberately, or uh, that aliens did it on purpose, the same way we sent out information. They think the only way a life this complex would have happened is if it began on another world, just like ours. It'd be full of creatures. We don't know how far they've come, thousands of years, millions of years, we don't know. The comet is seeding them throughout space. They might not have survived anywhere else, but they're thriving on Earth. we know that we're not alone.
0: Thank you, Daddy. Space Monkeys. Based on a story by Ryan M. Williams and adapted to audio drama by Teddy Edwards. It starred Griffin Cork as Emmett, Josie Cole as Nada, and Lindsay Christopher as the newscaster and Danny. Music was composed and performed by Evan Stewart. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by OnSpec Magazine. It's full of stories that are great if you just love otherworldly ideas and situations but you're just kinda sick of Star Wars. It's okay to admit it. In addition to the fiction, each issue also features editorials, poetry, interviews, and artwork that amaze, inform, and make you think. You can go to onspec.ca to subscribe for as little as $24 for the first four issues, and they ship internationally. That's unspec.ca. Our next episode will be an adaptation of Gannet Girl by Frances Rowan. It's about a girl on the fringes of a small, coastal society who works to be accepted by her peers, but is hindered by the unusual circumstances around her late family. Be sure to subscribe so that you know as soon as the next episode comes out.